The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Few books in human history have caused as much controversy as the Bible. The book claims to be the very Word of God Himself. It claims to be a record of His thoughts, His commands, and His intervention in human history. Yet we're living at a time when trust in the truth of the Bible is declining. The book on which much of Western civilization was built is openly mocked, doubted, and ridiculed by skeptical academics and opinion makers. What should we do with the Bible's claims to be the Word of God? Can we trust the Bible? We will address that question and provide the inspiring answer right now on Tomorrow's World. Stay tuned. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World. Millions of people claim the Bible as their inspiration and guide to life. The source of truth, a source of peace, the very Word of God. But does the Bible deserve such trust and devotion? Increasingly today, many say, no, it does not. Today we're sending out a free resource that definitively answers that question differently. The Bible Fact or Fiction by Dr. Douglas Winnale. Keep an eye on your screen during our program for information on how to get your free copy. It's an important question. Increasingly the Bible is under attack from virtually all quarters. Atheists and humanists seek to remove its influence from society and create an atmosphere of distrust about the Bible. In fact, no less an atheist luminary than biologist Richard Dawkins has referred to the Bible as a book containing the myths of Bronze Age desert tribesmen. Increasingly, critics claim the Bible is nothing more than a dusty, ancient book of myths and fiction that cannot be trusted as a guide for life and morality, much less the word of an omniscient and all-powerful God. And if they're right, why would we want to trust it? If the book is not inspired by God, if it is not true in the things it says, if it really is simply a collection of myths and fantasies and fairy tales, stories to make ancient people feel good about themselves, or to enforce power amongst a select few people pretending to be priests for a powerful God, but nothing more than shamans or hucksters, why should we trust it? Of course we wouldn't. Others point out that the world is full of supposedly holy or sacred books and writings, such as the Quran of the Islamic faith, or the Bhagavad Gita, or the Vedas, or Upanishads of Hinduism, not to mention modern New Age books like A Course in Miracles, Is the Bible simply a collection of myths and fables? 
Is it just one more religious book like all the others? Or is it exactly what it claims to be? The word of the divine creator. Can we trust the Bible? Let's not water anything down. The Bible makes extraordinary claims about itself. In Psalm 119, King David wrote of the portion of the Bible that had been written up to his day, and he said in verse 160, The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the founder of true Christianity, repeated that sentiment saying in prayer to God in John 17 and verse 17, Your word is truth. The Bible claims to be far more than a collection of nice stories or good advice. It claims to be the truth. Why should it be so different? Again, the Bible testifies to its unique claims above all other written works of the world. As Paul writes in 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. As the English Standard Version states, All Scripture is breathed out by God. While it is clear that the Bible was written over the course of thousands of years with different portions handwritten by different men in different lands reflecting their individual languages and styles, the book claims that its recorded words are not simply the words of those men, but have been directly inspired by God Himself. The Apostle Peter explains this belief about the Bible in 2 Peter 1, verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So can we trust the Bible? Can I? Can you? Actually, the Bible itself invites you to put its truths and its value and its inspiration to the test. Consider the advice of the Apostle Paul in the biblical book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 21. Test all things, hold fast what is good. Or as the older King James translation puts it, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. When we do that, when we put the Bible to the test, we see that it is trustworthy. Its claims about itself are validated and its trustworthiness is grounded in reality in a way no other book in history ever has been. We'll look at solid evidence of that very thing next on this program. But before we do, let me give you an opportunity to request our more thorough resource, The Bible, Fact, or Fiction. This free booklet will provide you with the powerful evidence you need to prove to yourself and others that the Bible is the Word of Almighty God. Marshalling evidence from history, archaeology, research, and fulfilled prophecy, 
The Bible fact or fiction will strengthen your faith in God's Word and explain its trustworthiness to others. And if you've never examined the evidence for the Bible yourself, you need this information. Don't assume the Bible is God's Word. Prove it. Request this booklet today and put all doubt about the Word of God to rest. It's just a call or click away. Get your copy now. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. At the end of our last segment, we talked about putting the Bible to the test, examining it to see for ourselves if it is trustworthy and dependable in what it says. One way to do that is to look at the Bible's historical claims. Unlike many so-called holy books, the Bible is a book filled to the brim with real history. The Bible claims to teach its truths by showing God's involvement with real people in real history, detailing the names of people, places, events, kingdoms, and entire peoples. If the Bible is simply a collection of myths and fantasies, then its details won't match real history. But if it is God's own record, then we should see it reflected in the rocks and records of the ancient world. And in this test, the Bible passes with flying colors. While many secular historians may not like it, the Bible has been one of the most trustworthy guides to ancient history that man has ever known. For instance, consider the ancient empire of the Hittites, described many places in the Bible. Many skeptical historians believe that the Hittites were simply a fictional people invented for Old Testament stories until they discovered that the empire did exist, exactly as the Bible described. In the 19th century, the entire capital of the Hittite people was discovered, along with their royal archive containing thousands of ancient tablets and records related to their vast empire. The critics mocked the Bible until, in all their digging, real history mocked them and vindicated the Bible. When you study the progress of history and archaeology, you see this pattern time and time again. Scholars doubt the Bible until they're proven wrong at which time, frankly, they usually just move on to their next doubt. 
We don't have nearly enough time to list the countless ways that archaeology has shown the Bible to be trustworthy. But let's quickly look at a few. Evidence for King Hezekiah of Judah, described in the books of 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles, has been found in multiple places. The Taylor Prism, a recording of the works of the ancient king Sennacherib of Assyria, describes the same events in 2 Kings 18 and 2 Chronicles 32. Even a 2,700-year-old ancient royal seal of King Hezekiah was recently discovered in late 2015 in Jerusalem, bearing the inscription, Belonging to Hezekiah, son of Ahaz, king of Judah. Now note, that validates King Ahaz as well, sort of a two for one. In 2008, a Dutch researcher translated a beautiful but ancient royal Hebrew seal that bore the name of the infamous Queen Jezebel, the evil queen of Israel during the late days of the famous prophet Elijah. For some time, the Bible's King David was considered a myth, like England's King Arthur, until evidence was discovered that supported his existence as well, when excavations uncovered an Aramaic stone inscription in the ancient city of Dan, referring to the king of Judah as, quote, the king of the house of David. Archaeology is saturated with the confirmation of the Bible's facts. Historians have discovered an inscription bearing the name of Pontius Pilate, who conducted the trial of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that the high priest who pressed for Jesus' death was named Caiaphas. And sure enough, an ornate ossuary or bone box bearing the name of Caiaphas, the high priest, has been found. If the Bible were full of fictional stories, then getting the names of famous people right might be easier to explain. But the names of the non-famous people, getting them right too, that is remarkable. Those who have combed the Bible for its historical details are moved by the power of how accurate it is compared to any other historical resource in existence. Time would simply fail us on this program to look at the mountain of evidence that proves beyond all doubt that the Bible is a work of singular historical truth and power. No ancient work has been so thoroughly tested and proven. No other ancient writings have the same degree of evidence as to the thoroughness and faithfulness of their transmission through the ages to us today. No matter how many scholars line up to try to prove the Bible wrong, time and time again, it is the record of the Bible that passes the test while their theories bite the dust. It continues to prove itself the most trustworthy record of ancient history in existence. And why would this be? Because God, the ultimate author of the Bible, has been here from the beginning and is the ultimate witness to human history. But the Bible is so much more than the world's greatest historical and archaeological resource. It is more than a miraculously preserved and accurate human work. It is a book of divine origin. And we will look at one of the hallmarks of that origin in our next segment. But before that, 
Let me pause for a brief moment to remind you how to get our free resource today, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The incomparable historical accuracy of the Bible is a powerful witness to the fact that it is unique. But there's so much more. The Bible makes its divine origins clear in a number of ways, discussed in detail in today's free booklet. One of those ways involves doing what no merely human writings can, give prophetic understanding of the future. God Himself makes clear the role prophecy plays in proving the divine origin of His Word in Isaiah chapter 46, beginning in verse 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Let's consider just a handful of the prophecies of the Bible and their fulfillment in history. While a captive in ancient Babylon, the biblical writer Daniel recorded God's prophecy that Babylon would fall to the Medo-Persian Empire, to be followed by the Greco-Macedonian Empire, and then the Roman Empire. All happened just as foretold. In Daniel 7, he records a vision predicting how the Greco-Macedonian Empire would be divided into four pieces, which happened exactly as foretold after the death of Alexander. The prophet Ezekiel wrote of the future destruction of the ancient city of Tyre, declaring that the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar would come against it, along with waves of other nations, until eventually it would meet with utter destruction, even to the point that, in the words of Ezekiel, they will lay your stones, your timber, and your soil in the midst of the water, and they shall destroy the walls of Tyre and break down her towers. I will also scrape her dust from her and make her like the top of a rock. Not only did everything happen as foretold, more than three centuries after Ezekiel recorded his prophecy, Alexander the Great fulfilled the Bible's prophecy exactly, with utter precision. In order to lay siege to the portion of the city that existed as an island separate from the rest, Alexander destroyed the buildings and walls of the mainland city, laying the stones, timber, and soil in the water to build a causeway and destroy the remaining portion. When the Bible says it is going to happen, it happens. And the prophecies of the Bible continue. In 1956, our predecessor in this work, Herbert W. Armstrong, concluded from Bible prophecy that Europe would become a federation of nations possessing powerful global dominance, and it's doing just that. 
1952, he publicly stated more than three decades in advance that Russia would release control of nations in the Eastern Bloc of Central and Eastern Europe. It did. Months before September 11, 2001, Roderick C. Meredith, editor-in-chief of the Tomorrow's World magazine and longtime presenter on this very program, stated that there would be terrorism not only in the Middle East, but in Great Britain and right here in the United States. Three years before the U.S. financial crisis, he told Tomorrow's World readers, I also want to strongly encourage our subscribers, especially the Americans, to prepare for a financial emergency that may strike our nation within a very few years. Bible prophecy continues to play out in our daily news. The current turmoil in the Islamic world with the rise of ISIS and the reconfiguration of Arabic nations, the growing dominance of Germany in European affairs, the decline of British and American influence and prestige in the world, Today's headlines come to life in prophecy, demonstrating the Bible's unique status as a book of divine origin, written through the inspiration of the only being in existence who has the power to declare the end from the beginning. You can trust the Bible, and the next evidence we'll discuss on the program is perhaps the most powerful of all. But first, let me give you one more opportunity to request today's free resource, The Bible Factor Fiction. This booklet goes into rich and amazing detail I simply don't have the time for on today's program. Inside, you'll find a detailed chart of every book of the Bible explaining the structure and symmetry of the Bible's design. Here are some of the section headings. Evidence from Archaeology. Prophecy, the Bible's unique dimension. Has the Bible been preserved accurately? What about apocryphal books? The plan of God. When you begin to trust the Bible as the Word of God it truly is, you will begin the greatest adventure of your life. Begin yours with the Bible Factor Fiction. Call or write for a free copy or visit us online. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. The Bible truly is the most trustworthy book that has ever been written. If you have any doubt about that at all, even if the claim makes you angry, you need our free booklet. It's available to anyone without cost, whether you're a friend of the Bible or a foe. 
But before we conclude today, let me give you the most powerful way you can personally confirm that the Bible can be trusted. Prove it in your own life. Jesus tells us in Matthew 4 and verse 4, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. These words, the words of the Bible, were inspired by God for us to live by, to provide us guidance in our day-to-day lives, to help us navigate our difficulties and our relationships, to move us toward the good and the uplifting, and away from the destructive influences of the world which constantly press on us, to show us the way to peace, to understanding, to wisdom, to joy and contentment, and to life. King David wrote of God's Word in Psalm 119 and verse 105 and said, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In verse 111 he says, Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. When you put the Bible to the test in your life, you can learn the same truth in a way nothing else could ever teach you. The early Christian church, under the original apostles, understood this in a way that modern Christianity has largely forgotten. It's interesting to note that the original church referred to themselves as the way. Consider just one example recorded in Acts 24 and verse 14 in which Paul is defending his way of life in court. But this I confess to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, so I worship the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. Paul did believe what was written in God's Word, and he made it his way of life. I have to be honest, not everyone has the courage to make changes in their life, even changes that will benefit and bless them. We all want to live our own way, to decide for ourselves what is right or wrong. But the world around us shows us the results of that approach. Look deeply at your own life. What pain could have been avoided by simply listening to the advice and guidance of the eternal God who loves you, an eternal God who loves you enough to leave for you a record of His care and a book to guide you through the life you're living and to reveal to you the meaning of your life, the purpose of your trials, the destiny He has planned for you, and the clear path to that destiny. If you embrace this book and allow the God behind that book to embrace you and give Him the chance to prove His Word in the greatest way possible by experiencing the life He has always meant for you to have, He invites you to put Him and His Word to the test. I hope that you'll get the free information we're sending out today. It truly has the potential to change your life forever. Please don't forget to join us again next week 
right here on Tomorrow's World or online anytime. Richard Ames, Gerald Weston, and I continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the hope of the coming kingdom of God, and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We'll see you right here at this same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.